All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend, Ridhu here with another episode to help you, mom, business owner, consultant, service provider. Step into your potential and confidence by squashing overwhelm so you can thrive at work and at home. Can we talk today about results? I think we're talking about results today. So here's the thing. Every single day, we are getting results, right? Every choice, every opinion, every decision ends in a result. Sometimes it's the result we want. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes, many times, we're not even thinking about the results, right? We're not even thinking it through because we're just running on autopilot. Like maybe you're like me and on autopilot in the morning when you're having your coffee and maybe you just reach for your second big cup without even really thinking about it, right? And you're feeling a little jittery later or feel really energized or then later in the morning, you crash from all the caffeine wearing off from earlier, But again, you haven't even thought about it, right? It's a small decision. You practically wouldn't even consider it a decision, but of course, it has a result. And then there are results that we don't love, but we use the results to make ourselves feel better about all the time and energy we're putting in every day. These are kind of like, I think, like fake results versus real results. I am the first to admit that I do this with many things. So let's say I'm watching what I eat and let's say I decide to eat two big cookies. I can find a way to feel better about it. I can justify it by saying, I was really good the last couple of days or I went for a walk today or I'm just really stressed out. I multiply that behavior several days a week, right? And then the results are not great. So Sometimes those results, even though they're not great, you're kind of like, well, you know, I'll just make myself feel better about the result not being what I wanted it to be. Or another example is in my business, I might have a really few hectic weeks with speaking engagements and travel and home renovations and new clients. And so some important things in the business take a back seat, like getting to networking events or marketing regularly. And then, of course, my results reflect that lack of effort in those areas for weeks, right? But I might be killing it in another area, like maybe all those speaking engagements I had or the new client or the home renovations are going great. So I justify my lack of results in one area by the really great results in another area, which is also kind of just faking it sometimes, right? It's sort of like, well, I'm not doing well here, but I'm doing well over here. It's like that justification creeps back in. The moral is you get the results that you focus on. In other words, what you focus on is what you create. This applies to your beliefs, your thoughts, and your actions. If you wake up in the morning or go to bed believing and thinking, tomorrow's going to suck or today's going to suck, right? I have so much going on. I'm not going to have any time. I'm going to be exhausted. 
If these are your thoughts and beliefs, guess what? You're going to have a sucky day. You're not going to have any time and you're going to be exhausted. Similarly, if you're feeling overwhelmed by all the demands in your business and in your life, which is very normal and understandable, but if you're on autopilot and you start focusing on the overwhelm and the stress and kind of just sitting and dwelling in it, then those are the type of results you'll continue to have. On the other hand, if you step back and take a few minutes to create thoughts and beliefs and actions that get you out of overwhelm, you will be calmer, you'll be more in control, you'll be more focused, and so your results will reflect this. Chances are, if you really did step back and you then prioritized, you came up with a plan, then your results will be better simply because what you focus on is what you create. I have been pretty annoyed with myself lately because I've been wanting to lose some weight, right? And I've been saying this for months and I've been irritated and frustrated with my results. A couple summers ago, I wanted to lose weight and I did. Like in maybe three months, I think I got about 10 pounds off. So I've been thinking about what did I do so differently then than what I'm doing now? Because I feel like I'm watching what I'm eating right now. I feel like I'm still getting some activity and some exercise. So why is it so different? And it finally occurred to me that I was so much more focused on those results back then a couple summers ago than I am now. Even though I really want to do it, right? I want that goal. I want to lose that weight. I want to get the 10 pounds off. There are some beliefs and some thoughts and some actions that are not in alignment with that goal. And literally, I'm just not focused on the result that I want. So what I mean is like, I've been working out here and there, but not like totally consistently. I sometimes track my food, but not always, definitely not on the weekends. I've definitely not been tracking all my drinking. So like that is not happening consistently. I since have been to the gynecologist who told me I'm in perimenopause, so the weight gain is normal. So now I've sort of normalized this for me, which has impacted my beliefs, which impacts my thoughts, which is probably what has impacted my actions of not being consistent with what I know I should be doing and what I know that works. In essence, I have lost my focus for it. So I have the comparable results. I don't need to make excuses about it. I also don't need to beat myself up over it right? It's certainly not helpful either. Self-deprecating is only going to set me back further and make me feel worse. So I don't need that at all. But all I need to do is put my focus back on it, back on the results, if it's a priority for me, because I know what I focus on, I create. It's as simple as that. Okay. What you focus on is what you create. And I have this beautiful wooden plaque that was given to me as a gift. And it's like, with focus, you can create anything. And I love it because it is truly as simple as that. So let me give you a couple of client examples. Okay. So as business owners, we are always selling, right? You can call it marketing or branding or visibility, whatever you want to call it. But ultimately, we got to get out there and make sales. But it's so common that when you have a lot of customers or clients or you're just really busy you're barely keeping afloat, that can be the first thing that goes by the wayside because it's time-consuming, it takes energy, and often it takes you as a business owner to do it. And this is often why in business, there are these like feast or famine type months 
or just inconsistency because for a month or a quarter, you might be so focused on sales and marketing and networking. And then guess what? Your results are a result of what you focused on. So you get the clients, you get the customers, you get really busy, you have tons of work to do. And so now you're not really making it to all the events or you're not exactly marketing as hard. And so there is this lack or this lull in sales because again, you guessed it, your results are a result of what you focus on. Another recent example from a client is that her finances are kind of a mess. Like bills and invoicing were not going out on time, which by the way, on a side note, if you haven't already listened to last week's episode called More Money and Cash Flow, you should listen to it if you are at all interested in making money and keeping your money. Um, so go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But anyway, I have clients, uh, this particular client is not feeling in control of her finances, like what's going in and out of the business in terms of money coming in, money going out. And it's not that she doesn't know how to make money or it's not that she's not good at her job. On the contrary, she's freaking amazing at what she does and she can make a lot of money doing it. But now, of course, her beliefs and thoughts are that she's not good at keeping track of her money or staying on top of her financials. She feels like she has a thought and the belief, right? Like, I'm never going to catch up. She's having thoughts and beliefs like I might have to discount services because now or offerings because now I'm not sure how many hours I really put in because I wasn't tracking, I wasn't staying accountable, and so on and so forth, right? But this is all a result from her losing her focus on the financials. And that's it, right? She or you or I don't have to make anything more of it than that. We don't need it to represent a who we are or what our identity is or anything like that or what we're capable of. It's just simply that she lost the focus. So now where she put her focus and other things she'll be creating and where she's lost it, she will not be creating. So if you want to be more organized, whether it's finances or any part of your business or your home life or your systems or your prospecting or anything, or if you want to lose weight, or if you want to make more sales, or if you want to have more clarity every day, here's the great news. All you need to do is focus on it and you will create that result. That might seem obvious, but as I haven't reached certain results that I've wanted recently, I needed this reminder and reinforcement. And so I'm thinking maybe you need it too. I'm like, wait a second. I wanted a certain amount of my revenue this quarter to be from speaking gigs and speaking opportunities. And it ha I haven't made that happen, but I have been able to do it in the past. So I'm like, oh, wait a second. What happened? Well, what happened was I took my foot off the gas in doing the outreach to companies, organizations, you know, small businesses to go and speak and train, I lost my focus. And now I don't have that result that I wanted. But the great thing is, I don't need to beat myself up over it. I don't need to self-deprecate. I don't need to feel bad about it. Right now, actually, it feels almost easy to me. I am serious. I almost am like, oh, wait a second. I just got to turn the switch back on. I've just got to focus on it because, oh, wait, I create what I focus on. I just need to put my consistent focus towards it again. And like magic, I will be moving towards the result that I want. So you may be thinking, oh, I wish it were that easy, but there's a reason I haven't focused on the thing, the thing that I want, right? That goal or that result. 
And probably the reason is that I don't have time for it or I don't have the energy for it. And I will challenge you to think this instead. Instead of I don't have the time or energy for that, think I can make the time and energy for that when I prioritize it, right? So although I don't have it right now, the way that I'm operating right now, I can make that time and energy when I make it a priority. So for example, since I brought up the weight loss earlier, there are three changes I have to make to focus on the results that I want. And these are the three changes that you will need to make to get the result that you want in any area. Y'all, you know, I like my three steps, but really there are just three things you need to do to get your focus back on something you want, something you've desired onto a goal so that you can create the results, right? Your focus will create the results. Okay. So here they are. Number one, truly commit, truly commit. We always gravitate towards and react to pleasure versus pain, right? We want the pleasurable stuff. When you truly commit to whatever it is you want to do, whatever that goal is, you're most likely going to go towards something that's associated with more pain than pleasure. Otherwise, we'd already be doing it, right? You have to get out of your comfort zone. So what does true commitment look like? You make a promise to yourself. Like you are actually now thinking this, being very intentional and deliberate about this goal. You create accountability by maybe letting other people know. You take accountability. You write down that goal. You make it front and center. You visualize it. You get connected to it every day. You take steps that shows that you are truly committed to it. Okay, so this is a true commitment. So get back to the thing. You know what it is, what's lacking. You're like, oh, I wanted that. That was my goal, but I just lost the focus. So truly commit. Number two, after you've truly committed, you make a plan, make a plan. So do the brain dump. First of all, just write down everything you need to be doing, you could do, you can do to make that commitment come to fruition. Like figure out what you need to consistently do to make it happen. But do not overcomplicate this, my friend. Don't because you will fail before you even start. So keep it simple, keep it doable, but do not do this simplicity in your head. A plan is just a thought until it's out of your head. So make your lists, plan your days, plan your week, actually get it on your calendar, you know, block time for it. So as far as my focus, let's say on eating and weight loss for me, right? I need to go back to the basics. Thinking about what days am I going to take gym classes? Are they on my calendar? Have I blocked the time to plan my meals? You know, when am I going to eat actually that whole day? Like for me right now, I plan sort of like a weekly meal plan for the family, but what am I going to eat like all day for me to keep me whatever, like the, in the carbs or in the fat or in the calories that I ideally want, right? Does this work best for me in the morning? Let me do that then. Let me get it on the calendar. Okay. These are small details, but they're actually a really big deal. Another thing I think like, oh, wait, my sneakers are really worn out and they were kind of hurt me after a while. So I don't really feel like putting them on. (laughs) I'm like, literally don't. And so now I've just ordered new ones, right? This is all part of the planning. Making a plan is essentially just getting the actions in place so you can focus your effort so that once what you focus on, you create. All right. So 
Those are the two steps so far is truly commit and then make the dang plan. And then finally, number three, this is so important, is track yourself. Track yourself. So let's say I've got to get back to meal planning on the daily, because right now, like I said, I'm meal planning just what I'm making for dinners, but that's not planning my food for the day. And then the second thing I need to do to create the results I want is to like do that food shopping and plan that out, right? So that's definitely a source of tracking for me because I need to track the food of what I'm eating every day. And part of the planning is involved in that. But also I want to track how many days did I work out or how many days did I hit my steps or did I not hit my steps, right? There's got to be some type of tracking tracking mechanism to one, keep yourself inspired and excited about what you're doing. When you can actually see it, one of my best favorite tools till this day is just getting an old school calendar, like go to Target, go buy a calendar, a printable cam- calendar, or just print like a month off on your printer at home and stick it up in front of you and then put the big red X's, you know, on each day that you hit whatever goal it is. It's still the most motivating and inspiring way for me to like stick with something. So, you know, actually do this. You have to do some type of tracking, but also, so the second thing is not only for you to become inspired and excited, but the second reason is that so that you're realistic about why you are or aren't reaching your goals. I mentioned towards the beginning of the episode, there's these like fake results. Like I like to tell myself that I've been really conscientious about what I'm eating or like, I like to tell myself, but I really have been pretty active. And that's a great story to tell myself. But if I were really tracking exactly what I was putting in my mouth, the food and drinks and exactly how much I was exercising and at what uh, like quality of exercise and uh, what impact, if I really was tracking all that, I would definitely not say I'm putting my focus on this, right? I would then know, okay, that's just a lot. Like, that's just fake. Come on now. I'm just telling myself the stories. And then it would not be a shocker to me that I haven't gotten the results that I wanted. So the tracking is so important, not just for inspiration, but for you to come face to face with what's actually truly going on. Okay. So quick recap. What you focus on is what you create. So the simple three steps for this is to number one, commit for reals. Number two, get some type of plan around your new focus. And number three, track yourself. All righty. So that's a wrap, which means it's your time for your challenge of the week. Don't leave without doing this. It's a two-stepper. Number one, identify a result that you're not getting that you really, really want. Okay. And then number two, commit and plan and how you track as part of that planning. Okay, so you're going to commit, plan, and track. Do you like how I said it was a two-parter or two-stepper then I stuck in all these extra steps? (laughs) Okay, don't call me out on that. But yes, I'm wrapping up those three steps into one is the first thing is identify that goal that you really want. And then do that three steps, like commit to it, plan it, and track it. Listen, sweet friend, Are you not getting the results you want in your business or in your personal life? Is it challenging for you to focus on the things that matter most? I can help you. Here's how. Through one-on-one coaching, I teach kick-ass women business owners how to focus and get back control of their day. So if you want more consistency and accountability in implementing tiny changes for big results, I invite you to schedule a call with me. You can do that at lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. As always, I thank you for your time and loving vibes and positive energy. Know that I am sending them right back your way. 
Here's to productivity on purpose. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.